This message is from Pastor Iziko Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow heads as we go into the service of the day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless your holy name. We worship you. We glorify you. We welcome your presence. That in this service, let your will be done. Thank you for the word that you have said to bring for revival, deliverance for our souls. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our message for today is titled, Where Will You Spend Eternity? Part 2. Where Will You Spend Eternity? Part 2. And we are taking the message for the day from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And I will read from verse 1 downwards. Second scripture is John chapter 14, verse 15. We are in the season of celebration. Easter season. Just celebrated the resurrection of Christ. His coming, his crucifixion, his resurrection. is tied unto his love for mankind. And I pray that that love will reflect and be revived in our lives today through his word in Jesus' name. First Corinthians chapter 13, I'm reading from verse 1 downwards. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, whether I speak like angels, I speak in the tongues of men, I speak in holy tongues, and I do not have love, he said, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling samba. The Lord is good. That we are like empty drums. Whatever we do with that love amounts to zero. He said, and do I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge? And do I have all faith so that I could remove mountains? And I have no charity. He said, I am nothing. I might have all the nice spiritual gifts and power to operate in the five kingdom offices. I could be anointed to be an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, to do signs and wonders, make mountains to go down. And I don't have love. I cannot operate in agape love. He said, I am not. Verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, even if I decide to give the poor that I have, and though I give my body to be burned, I fast daily, dry fasting. And have no charity. I do these things without love. He said, it profited me nothing. Vanity upon vanity. He said, charity suffered long. Love is long-suffering. You must tolerate. You can't say you love without tolerating. It's kind. Charity is kind. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. Out of kindness, God gave. God is always giving. He gave the world his only begotten son. Charity cannot say I walk in love without being a giver, being generous. Charity envied not. 
You can't say I work in love and you're always counting people's mistakes. Fault finder. You have records of what people have done to you. Thousands of years is still in your mind. Files upon files. It does not puff up. If you say you're working in love, you cannot be glorifying as a dwelling in pride. Puff up. I am this. I am that. That is not love. That shall remember the Lord that God is for it is that give it the power to create wealth. If there is power to create wealth, there is power to eat wealth. People make mistakes. Women comes into the hand, they reject Jesus Christ. They forget there is still power. They still need power from the same God to eat the world. Some people have the power to create wealth. They do not have the power to stay alive and eat that wealth. Some people have the power to create wealth. They might not have the power to withhold, control that wealth. The wealth will disappear again. Because wealth is a spirit. Prosperity is a spirit. You pray it out. It comes and we can move to another hand if you don't handle it very well. Puffed up. Five. Do not behave itself unseemly. Seek it not her own. My own, my own, my own, my own. It's not easily provoked. And it's what you react. But see, I'm working love. I love human being. Any small thing you vomit fire. In the book of Acts, those who have land sold their land and brought to the church so that the church will move forward. People brought willingly. Bananas and Safara wanted to do what other people did, but they did it the wrong way. You can't deceive God. If you want to give to God, give to God. If you don't want to give, hold it. It's not by force. You cannot smile, God. Love does not think of evil. Think it no evil. You did that into me. I'm waiting for you. You see that person? I know where I will get him. I know where I will get her. I know where I will put tackles to bring that person down. A child of God. They thinking evil of one another. How to bring down your sister. How to bring down your brother. He has offended you. We agree. Have you not offended other people? Have you not offended other people? Why are you always thinking of evil? Why can't you see beyond what that person is doing? Why are you bring yourself to that person's level? You're up there and the person is down. You want to bring yourself to that level. You're operating the new man. That person is operating the old man. You want to remove the garment of new man and put on the garment of old man and stay at that person's level. You're quarreling with somebody, angry with somebody in the road. He said, nobody knows me. Nobody knows you, but the devil knows you. He had recorded it against you. That's what you did on the road. Nobody knew you. God knows you. If for any reason they see the sick of your church, you are very good. Shabby, you are a pastor. He said, I'm not a pastor. I'm only a member. You have put Christ to ridicule. You have put that church to ridicule. You have put yourself to ridicule. Okay, you are not a pastor. You are a member. The sticker of the church is on your vehicle. Even if you are not a pastor, your Christianity is being questioned. Your position as a child of God is being questioned. Six. Rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Yes. If somebody, your perceived enemy, could be in trouble, you don't have to rejoice that he has died. You don't have to rejoice that calamity has come upon that person. 
You don't have rejoice that you are dwelling in sin. Some people think they are too smart in iniquity. Nobody knows what I'm doing. Okay, well, where is the evidence? No, you are not smart. There is a place being written. Life is not about the physical, it's about the spiritual. There are spiritual realms that is taking record of everything. You think that nobody is seeing. No. The spiritual realm is taking record. Verse 7. Charity beareth all things. Love. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth all things. You must tolerate. You must endure. It's charity never faileth. It does not fail. Love cannot fail. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Prophecies will fail one day. Hello? Time will come, you will not need prophecies again in life. The only thing that will go with you when you leave this earth is love of God. Hello? The only thing that will take you out of this place to eternity in heaven is the love of God. If you like, speak prophecy, prophesy, prophesy, let the race divide, let heaven and earth, everything shake, prophesy. And if you don't have love, it will fail you, it cannot take you to heaven. The only thing that can take you to heaven is love. Love for God, love for mankind. What is the greatest commandment? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. What is the second commandment? The second commandment is like the first. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. He didn't say thou shalt speak in tongue. Thou shalt walk in faith. He didn't say thou shalt prophesy. No. He didn't say thou shalt speak in tongues. He didn't say thou shalt move in hope, in faith. Mm-mm. Those things are for us to make it here. But the day they said this bread will be the last bread, what would determine you where you spend eternity? If you must spend eternity in heaven, the only thing that will qualify you is love. The gift of love. That virtue you call love. Yes, sir. Not the miracles you did. Because that day, somebody will say, Lord, Lord, we did this miracle. We raised the dead in your name. He said, get beside me. You walk out of iniquity. I know you not. Come So whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Verse 8. Whether there be tongue, tongue shall fail. They shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. No matter the kind of wisdom I have. No matter the kind of godly knowledge. No matter the kind of understanding I have of spiritual things. The gift of the sermon. He said, it shall fail. I only need it on this earth. It will not go beyond this earth. The gift of diverse counsel tongue, interpretation of tongue, the gift of prophecy, only for this earth. They are gifts I need to operate here. But I must operate them in love. If I operate them in isolation of love, I am on my own. When I have the gift of faith, gift of healing, signs and wonders, and I operate them in isolation of love, I am on my own. All these things will fail. Signs and wonders, faith, healings, they are on this earth. The only gift that will go with us is love. The only gift that will qualify us for eternity is the love of Christ. Agape love. It's not love of husband and wife. It's not the love you exercise 
where your family members children are no is the love your size when they are not your family members they love your size that the church needs something for the church to move forward and you have it and you say you don't have it god will ask you a question that day you are not working in love you're not working in love people are in need and you have you can't give it out you're not working in love i love you i love jesus so much and you see people in need family members neighbors and you know they actually they need you see their children they're out of school but you have surplus nothing stops you from going forth nothing stops you from doing something that is love people are in need they use you as shelter they come to you you push them out say i'm walking in love you're not walking in love there's a reason god is bringing them close to you let me tell you the only reason why we're here is so winning every other thing this vehicle the day god says time to come he's not going with me the 50 properties i have in lagos 100 abroad everywhere none will go with me the only thing you will be asked the things i gave to you on earth how do you use it to impact how many souls how many talent there are parable of talent when we read about parable of talents that is what we are doing here on earth we think that it's true they're not true we are that message parable of the talent then they will be asked that i committing to your hand what did you use you said i used to build house for myself I need to go and stretch my body. You know, I work hard. There is a relation. They need 50000 to pay. And because you must go abroad, that person dies. There is another abroad, heaven. The final abroad. There is a final abroad where you will meet that person. And you will be asked. You are going abroad, but you allow this person to come back prematurely. I don't say people shouldn't travel. But I'm talking about love when there are situations that you have to choose between your comfort and sacrificing something what do you do that is where love counts if you're able to sacrifice that's what isaac sacrificial what offering when there is situation whether you have to sacrifice choose between my comfort and this need and you begin to put others first that is what love is all about. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Live service. The Lord is good. Everything will vanish. Verse 9. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. It's not everything we know. Prophecy is from God. The one he gives to you, that's why you speak out. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. Love is perfect. At that time, every other thing is partly will give way. Perfect love will take us to heaven. And I pray you will be there in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. And I stood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish what? Things. We must pray for spiritual maturity. Don't continue to be a child spiritually. Be mature. Be a mature child of God. Spiritual maturity. Twelve. For now we see through a glass. Exactly. 
But then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know, even also I am known. Time will come. Everything shall be open unto us. It will no longer be partly knowledge. We'll come face to face with our creator. Face to face with God. We see all these things. 13. And now about that faith. Hope. Charity. Three things. These three. But the greatest of this is what? Charity. Greatest of this is love. John 14 verse 15. If you love me, keep my what? Commandment. It's a command. If you love me, you can't say I love you. I love you, Jesus, and you don't keep his commandments. So we just seen that the only visa to eternity in heaven is the love of God. And when we talk about the love of God, we're talking about agape love. The unconditional love that God created us with. The word of God says, and when Saul turned to God, the Lord gave him a new what? Spirit. A new heart puts the heart of love the heart of kindness the heart of mercy, understanding but what happened at the time Paul said no 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 I don't like this I don't Paul took it straight away and took by the old spirit the old heart he had before he became king because as a king you are going to work for me I'm going to give you my spirit God gave me a new spirit halfway so no i think god is too merciful the way god is going i don't like it i need to be hard i need to be a hard person hard man i need to do it my own way i need to show that i'm rough i need to show that i'm tough he went and took by the old man and dwelt in wickedness god gave him a heart of love a heart that will appreciate people when jesus Christ came and saw the multitude, he was filled with compassion for them a heart of that will care for people. He said, No. He went to bad your heart where he could keep, keep people anyhow. That is what is happening presently. God has given us his heart. I have the man of who? Christ. But many of us do not have that mind presently. Like so, many in the body of Christ have thrown away that mind God gave to them and taken the mind of the world. Mind of wickedness, mind of cruelty, mind of destruction. They can kill anyhow, destroy anyhow. God gave us mind. Good man, the man of God will treat away. Even in the body of Christ, people are stealing. A lot of things are happening. People are being wicked. People are killing their fellow brothers in the body of Christ. People are so wicked. Yes, you can be a pastor, prophet, evangelist, teacher, bishop. But there's still wickedness everywhere. My will be shown we anything. If there is no love, you are empty. The cares of the world, the love of flesh of the world has polluted the love of God in mankind and planted the seed of wickedness, planted the seed of destruction, the seed of killing and stealing of destinies, which are the commission of the devil on mankind. About Father, he gave us Jesus Christ to the world. Jesus Christ came as the gift of love, as a symbol and role model for us to emulate. But daily, the devil is busy planting flesh, planting pride, malice, rancor, strife, bitterness, 
unforgiveness. You see, children of God dwelling in unforgiveness and bitterness. What are you struggling? Position? When you have the love of God, everything work out fine for you. When you have the love of Christ against such, the power of the enemy will never prosper over your life. What gives the devil room to operate? Unforgiveness. Bitterness, malice, hatred. Why must we dwell in unforgiveness? Why must we dwell in betrayal? The devil is busy planting hatred, doubt, unbelief, fear, anxiety. God will tell people things they will say they don't believe. They say, when we see it, and you will never see it. Because the physical has its own due process. The spiritual have their own due process. In the physical, you see before you believe. In the spiritual, you believe before you do what? See. So if you want to use the physical manifestation to receive from the spiritual, you won't get it. You want to use the natural to access the spiritual. It can't work. So you see, the devil is planting worry, planting confusion in the mind of people. Can I lead you to deny them? The key they need to dwell in love. The devil knows that as long as you fail to walk in love, you cannot inherit the kingdom of God. He knows. He said, if you love me, do what? Keep my commandment. If you don't walk in love, you cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Today I pray, by reason of the resurrection of Christ, every strong of the mind leading us to hell, must be dismantled in Jesus' name. Amen. The greatest of all gifts, greatest of all virtue, greatest of all blessings on this earth is love. And nothing but love. Do not depart from this love of God. We are refused to open up that page of love for our eyes to see the riches, the blessings, the prosperity, the greatness, the fruitfulness God has put in there for us. And we're busy looking for blessings from outside without knowing that the greatest gift is what? Is love, charity. In part one of this message, we were educated on how the disciples and apostles of Christ died. We saw how all of them, the only John the beloved, died peacefully. And as an old man in modern Turkey, what made John the beloved survive the world? What made him survive the wide and rough terrain? Simply the love of Christ. Can Christ give such testimonies of you and I? The question we need to ask ourselves this morning is, who are you living for? Are we living for Christ or for ourselves? Second question is, what are you living for? Are we living for eternity in heaven or eternity in hell? The third question is, what is your revelation of life or your revelation of Christ? What revelation do you have about life or about Christ? The revelation you have of Christ determines where you spend eternity. We just celebrated Easter last week. What is it that has resulted in our lives one-on-one? We cannot continue to wear the garment of the old man and behave as if the resurrection of Christ meant nothing to us. He didn't die in vain. Christ can only die in vain if we continue to wear the garment of the old man. Why did John the Beloved die an old man without being killed. The other disciples were killed. Some were crucified, persecuted unto death, killed, 
in different ways. But John lived unto old age and died peacefully. His love for Jesus was exceptional. John the Beloved went extra miles for Christ and Christ went extra miles for him. Agape love is not a hidden thing. It is a practical way of life. John the Beloved was not the head of Jesus' ministry. Peter was the head. John might not have as I then the capability that Peter had. But John the Beloved was always available for Christ and for Christ's use. Are you available for Christ? Most of us are too busy for Christ. Are we spiritually available? Question for many, no? Are we physically available? Question for many, zero. If you look at the book of John chapter 19, come with me to the book of John chapter 19, from verse 25. It said, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Cliffhofer, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and disciples standing by, whom he loved, he said unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then said he to his disciple, Behold thy mother. Who was that disciple? John the beloved. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. So this scripture records John the beloved as the only disciple available unto Christ for him to commit his last earthly responsibility to. The only disciple Jesus found worthy to entrust the responsibility of taking care of his earthly mother. Where were the other disciples? Where were they? If I strike the shepherd, the sheep will do what? Everyone has scattered. But John the Beloved refused to be scattered. John the Beloved was the only disciple that was always there for Christ at all times. He was always there for Christ in times of joy, in times of sorrow, in times of trials, in times of persecution, and in time of death. How often does our personal issues, activities, businesses, appointments allow us to make our time for Christ? How often? We are too busy. Many are struggling with Christ. Even the little time you need to offer to God in the house of God, no, you won't. You are too busy. But you love God. You love God. How do you love God? The cough appointment, we couldn't cough appointment. The little time you need to give God to organize the house of God, won't be there. In time of sorrow, in time of joy, John the Beloved was always available. I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. He gave a testimony of David in Acts chapter 13, 22. Can God give such testimony of you and I? John the Beloved believed wholeheartedly in Christ. He believed he followed Jesus Christ everywhere as a child. He was the disciple's link man to Christ. He was the gateway to the heart of Jesus Christ amongst the other disciples. Jesus had a relationship with the whole world. He had a relationship with 72. He had with 60. He had with 12. He had with three. Peter, James, and John. Then he had with one. John the Beloved. 
He's called the beloved because of his love for Christ. John the beloved had a unique relationship with Christ. What kind of relationship do you have with this Christ? Is it the kind of relationship that when there are needs concerning the house of God, we find you, Jesus will locate you? Is it the kind of relationship when there are issues, you will disappear? Mary Jesus was arrested. The other disciple ran away. But the mother was there. Mary's sister was there where they were crucifying. John the beloved, the only disciple recorded, was there. Others ran away. But the people that said, This is our business. This is our son. We are there. This is our brother. We are there. What kind of love do you show in his house to make sure his business moves forward? What kind of love are you showing? To make sure people around you, when they see you, they say, yes, this is actually a child of God. Truly, this is a daughter of the Most High God. When people see you in your neighborhood, in your company, in your village, how do they rate you? Did they see us another troublemaker that has come to the village? Did they see us another busybody in the office? Or did they see that, indeed, you see this one, if you see him, you know that Jesus is alive. Do they see the calm spirit of Christ in you? When you drive, what do they see? When you talk, what do people see? Do they see that agape love in you? Do they see that Christ in you? What kind of relationship do you have with Christ? The kind of relationship you have is what will determine where you spend eternity. Is your life, your activities on earth, your character a gateway for souls to be one in the kingdom of God and on earth. The disciples, they gathered, they were discussing about something, and they needed to confirm from the Lord, and they leaned on to John. They said, you know, the person that will get the answer for us is John. Tell John to ask Christ. He will give him the answer. Why didn't they ask Jesus direct? Because John has built a relationship with Christ to the level that Christ can never tell him no. Who was the person whose mother came and said, let one of my sons be on your right hand and the other one on the left hand side? Who was the person? James and John. Their mother came to lobby for that position for them. And Jesus said, I cannot grant you that request. Jesus turned down that request. But they walked their way to that position. God is not God of partiality. Whatever to the man, so he shall do what? Reap. They came to say, we want you to grant me this request that one of my sons will be on your right hand, the other one will left the left. Say, no, no, I can't do that. The floor is there. The track is open for everyone to run. As much as you're able to run into that gate, we take that position. He didn't grant their mother that position. But they walked their way to be amongst number three. If not Peter, that request would have been confirmed. They had walked their way that the only person stopping them from coming that position was Peter. James and John labored, walked in love. The level of love in comparison was the same love Peter had for Christ. So Peter came out number one, and then James and who? John, two, second and third position. The kitchen cabinet of Jesus Christ. Two brothers qualified out of three slots. Two brothers picked up the two slots. Remaining only one for Peter. They invested in the love of God. What are you investing in? They walked away. They ran on that track of love. 
and got to that position. And the Lord at that cross said, Mother, look at your son. He said, I am Christ. But spiritually, I'm going. The son you have on earth now is this John. John, my mother is now your what? Mother. Do you know what it means? What belongs to me belongs to you now, John. Kamaharaka. What kind of relationship do you have with Christ? Disciple press forward in love. God position. In the body of Christ now, people are pressing hard in pride, in bitterness, in non-forgiveness, in immorality, in betrayal, in striving, rancor, in rivalry, in hatred and wickedness. And then you turn and complain and say, God is not doing this. How will God stop the trouble? When we are the body of Christ helping to turn darkness all over the world, we are called to chase our darkness. But we are busy expanding darkness. Look at social media. Children of God has taken over everywhere. Beating the world to it. They don't have time for Christ now. Social media is their Bible. Social media is their food. Social media is everything. They don't have time for Christ again. They don't read their Bible. No money fellowship for many families. A child will tell you he's studying. Close the door. Five hours in that child room. He's studying. He's not studying. He's going around the whole world from the bedroom. We don't bother. We call our children wizard. Computer wizard. This, this, this wizard. Number one, if you call your child that is technological wizard, you are placing cause on that child. You are initiating that child. It's not a wizard though. It's a genius. Praise God for giving wisdom. Don't go and say your child is a wizard. God will deliver us. Amen. Does your love impact positively or negatively on the people around you? Or are you the type that sees everyone around you as a witch? You see everyone around you as a wizard? You see everyone around you as demon-possessed human beings that should be allowed to rot in hell? Christ died for them. And that accounts for why we must rise up in the business of revival to win their souls unto the Lord. We just celebrated Easter, the resurrection of Christ. And these souls are in bondage. It means that these souls must be resurrected through our prayers. They must be resurrected through our administration, through evangelism, unto the glory of God. In the month of transfiguration, John the Beloved was there. If we do a bit of soul searching right now, where will Jesus locate you and I? Every time Jesus turns to the left, he will see John the Beloved. Every time he turns to the right, he will see John the Beloved. If you begin to search yourself and ask yourself, if Jesus looks for you now, where will he locate you? Will he locate you in the realm of love? Or will he locate you in the realm of carnality? Many children of God are deeply engrossed in the stronghold of wickedness. Deeply engrossed in the stronghold of hatred, strife, rancor amongst themselves. Why? Is that why God called us? Everybody cannot be a prophet. Everybody cannot be an evangelist. Everybody cannot be a teacher. So God has created this thing. The important thing is for so we need. The populator reroute these souls to heaven. So we need. It's not about I'm of church A, I'm of church B, I'm of church E. No, it is not why God created us. It's just, just for administrative purpose. For us to achieve the work he has called us to do. 
Why this rancor in the body of Christ? Amongst us as pastors, amongst us as church workers, members, why do we dwell in strife, in bitterness? The level of carnal depression and pollution in the body of Christ is unacceptable to Christ. Immorality is at its peak. Pride, malice, hatred, bitterness, unforgiveness, and vengeful spirits. Why we want desire death, destruction, and pains, hardship upon a fellow brother or sister, and you still expect to spend eternity in heaven? It is not possible. You cannot have that. If you like, speak in tongues for 1,000 years. If you like, go and sew all the garments of bishop, pope, garment of prophet, apostle, garment of teacher, pastor. Sew it and put on yourself. Without love, you are deceiving yourself. If you like, be the head, departmental head of all the big position in the church. You cannot go enter the kingdom of God. Why do you desire? You see, brother, you see, sister, the nation that comes into your mind, hatred for that person. Why? Are you the one that created that person? What has that person done to you? Even if he has done to you, they say, forgive is divine. The act of forgiveness is a spiritual affair. It's not a physical affair. Forgiveness has no option. You must forgive. That's why Jesus Christ came for us. And you'll be busy holding somebody in your mind. Tearing that person in your mind. Wishing the person evil. And you expect your blessings to come. You expect to enter the kingdom of God. It doesn't work that way. There is so much rancor internally in our midst, in the body of Christ, in churches. Dangerous wickedness that can kill spiritually or physically out of unhealthy and demonic sponsor rivalry. Where will you spend eternity? You expect to spend eternity in heaven with these strongholds? It's not possible. Bow your heads. We have had a message this morning. And it's time for us to cross-examine ourselves. Look at where this message has touched us. From me as the man of God down to everyone here. And everyone at the sound of my voice. We have tasks that must be done. Hebrews 9.14 says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? We have erred in different ways. If you are still holding something against anybody, release that person right now. Because you are not free too. You are in bondage of yourself. And it can lead one to hell. Ask his blood that he has made available by reason of his resurrection power to purge our conscience from every dead works. As for his mercy in all areas, we offended him. Lord, we ask for your mercy. We repent of our sins. And for those of us who, under the sound of my voice, have not given their life to Christ, please, I want you to begin to recognize the Lord as your Lord and Savior. Remind him that you desire to have him as your Lord and Savior. In different ways, you offended him in the past. But now you have come to terms that he must be Lord and Savior over your lives. As for his blood, to be merciful unto you, to purge you, cleanse you, 
Rewrite your names from the book of death unto the book of life. And accept you once more into his kingdom as his son, as his daughter. And for all of us in all areas will offend him in words, in actions, in thoughts. Let's ask for his blood to purge us, cleanse us. It's time to release as many as we have locked up in our hearts. If you don't know how to forgive that sister, that brother, buy a gift and bring to me. I will bless that gift and you show into the life of that brother and that sister to release that person from your mind. We must learn to forgive. Vengeance does not belong to us. It's of the Lord. We must learn to do away. Ask the Lord to remove that pride in us. That vengeful spirit, let's them go. That pride, malice, hatred, bitterness, unforgiveness must go. Let the blood of Jesus remove that desire we have. Desiring death against fellow human beings. Desiring destruction against them. Desiring pains. Let blood remove these strongholds. These strongholds from our hearts and minds. While we desire hardship against our fellow brothers and sisters. Father, let your blood remove these things from our hearts. The hurt we have felt, let your blood uproot them from our hearts and minds. Rancor and strife must go. Rivalry must go. Father, show us your mercy. Forgive us our sins so that your name will be glorified. We thank you, Lord. We bless the holy name. Be the exalted, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-3668-7445. May God richly bless you.